0: Welcome to the Stuckin' Rout Podcast. Got him. Dropped him. Nice shot, buddy. We're excited to bring you our stories and hunting tips to elevate your outdoor adventures and experiences.
1: We aim to uncover the real raw strategies of do-it-yourself hunting that will bring your dreams to life and generate success. To follow along with our yearly hunts, subscribe to Stuck in the Rut on YouTube. Hey everybody and welcome back to the show. Today we're joined by Cole Christofferson. He is the guide and outfitter director and sales marketing manager at Peak Refuel. Now Peak Refuel is a backcountry meals company. For those of you that don't know, They're based in Utah and they make in-house delicious backcountry meals. And not only that, but their meals just have really high protein, premium ingredients, and they have 100% real meat. Not only that, but their macros are stellar. They have less sodium and they also take very little water to make. So they're ready in about 10 minutes or less as well. So they're just some of the best tasting freeze-dried meals out there to take with you and Sometimes we even have them at home. They're just that good. We hope you enjoy this episode with Cole as we talk about this new company that's, you know, been around for just a couple years now. And the standards are always going to stand by to bring everybody the highest quality foods to all of our backcountry adventures. Thanks for joining us today. We are super excited to talk to you. I've been kind of bugging Adam for a while. Like, we need to get Peak on here because we love your guys' food and everything. So talk about how Peak was, you know, created and... Um, kind of the values behind your company so what is it that you do with peak what's your position there
2: so i run all of the wholesale programs so i work directly with uh you know all dealers Sportsman's warehouse cr trading Post, rei um down to all the mom and pa dealers like humphreys archery um just you know the local guys here yeah. and then i also run our guide and outfitter program
0: oh
1: cool
2: awesome
0: great wow. how'd you get started with them
2: So I I guess I'll kind of just give you the, the background of peak and then how I, how I eventually came. So a little over two years ago, um, well, I guess it's even before then. So my brother, Travis um, has worked in the freeze dried industry with a a guy named Seth who, who created peak and is the CEO. Um, They both worked together in the freeze dried industry for years. Right. Um, And now both of them are avid outdoorsmen. Me and my brother, we, we grew up on a farm here in lehigh utah you know so we've always hiked hunted camped, fish you know we, at the outdoors has been our life and so both travis and seth knew they wanted to do what they were doing in the freeze-dried industry already but but take it into a meal form um and one thing that that they knew and that you guys probably know as well is a, a lot of the backpacking meals out there both freeze-dried and dehydrated meals um they're they're made as cheap as possible right mm-hmm. they're made just to you know Put food in your belly on the on the mountain or you know on the river and just to get you some food. Well, the, the hard thing is there's a lot of fake filler ingredients in all of those mills, and that's why if you look at the back panel of them, you'll see they're super low in calories, they're super low in protein, they've got just insane amount of sodium in them, and so Travis and Seth, you know, Seth really wanted to create a mill that was just like a meal you'd eat at home right? He wanted it to be fresh. He wanted it to be as clean as possible, you know, non-GMO ingredients, um, all 100% real meat. And so that, that's one thing that, that they did. And so they came out with six, six original meals, uh, June of 2017 or 2018, excuse me. Um, and that, and that's kind of when they launched. Um, and so, you know, now me, I was, I was working elsewhere, but the minute they launched, I I bugged my brother Travis every month. i was like, Hey, are you ready for <laughs> me to come on yet? You know, I was like, I was like, I'm ready to get in the outdoor industry. He's like, No, not yet, not yet. You know, let's see, let's see how it goes. And so I would actually go work shows with them just on the side, right? Like we do the, the and Hunt Expo and things like that, and I'd, I'd go work work with them, and and finally, uh, about eight months in, like, Hey, we're we're probably gonna get ready for you. Um, and so I sat down with Seth. Uh, Seth and I had a a really good conversation and just about where Peak was and where P- he wanted Peak Peak refuel to go and you know i was I was fully on board, so I jumped on and i've been here a little over a year now and we've we've you know peak's been been around a little over two years and so that's that's kind of our story and and we've uh we've just been growing and and trying to get get into as many homes and as many places as we possibly can
1: that is awesome I love that and the thing that piqued my interest most with peak refuel is, like you said, the ingredients, the quality of the ingredients. And as a nutrition coach, I'm always looking at macros. And to find something yeah. that's so high in protein was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm super excited about this. And I can't even remember why how we found it. Maybe it was my brothers, Travis and Tom. Yeah,
0: they went to the Hunt Expo, I think. Oh, and yeah. I think you guys were handed out samples and Tana's youngest brother. And then they went down for that big archery shoot and then went back for the expo from North Idaho. And he said, Hey, it's, it's killer. And I'm like, dude, you're talking about, we're going to go on a sheep hunt. And then Travis was like, I'm going to bring all peak. And I said, dude, we're going on a 10 day sheep hunt in the Alaska range. And you're going to throw a wild card (laughs) into it. And you're going to bring all new food. And he's like, it's awesome. And I was like, I'm not on board at all. And I called Trevor and Trevor's like, dude, Trust me. It is amazing. It blows any other food out of the water. The normal stuff we usually eat, night and day. And he's like, it's way better for you, way more calories. And um, my biggest thing, I'm not super into the nutrition side or macros, but just the fact that it takes such a little amount of water to make a meal, like five to six ounces for some, just blows my mind. And I I know you guys probably hear that a lot. You have to do a double take. Um, But on a sheep hunt, man... When you're, when you're leaving water to climb after a ram and go stay up there for a couple of days, that's a, that's a big part of it. And if you're doing two cups for every meal, you start chewing through water. And, uh, yeah, I went with their suggestion, and um, I haven't had anything else since. I'm a believer. Yeah. Hey, we, we like that.
2: Yeah, I, I, and that was, a, that was a big thing as well. Um, and, and the water itself kind of ties right in with the clean ingredients. Right, a lot of these other backpacking mills out there that exist, they take a lot of water to reconstitute, right? They take anywhere from, you know, two to three and a half cups of water. Well, like you're saying, when you're you know, whether you're in the bush of Alaska or, you know, like we are out here in Utah up up on the wasatch, you know, you don't you don't have unlimited water all the time. Yep. But the cool thing about peak refuel and one thing Seth really hammered on and wanted to get that, that we've done really well on is with with using all 100% real meat and not using any fillers, no additives, you know, like I mentioned before, not non-GMO ingredients, it, it takes less water to reconstitute these mills. and that is huge for huge for guys and gals that are out, you know, out hunting and hiking, and like you said, don't have unlimited water. But it but it all comes back down to what you put in the mill because a, a lot of those other ones they have all these you know fake filler ingredients, where they take a lot of water to reconstitute. And so with the, with the cleaner, you know, cleaner ingredient deck that we use, that's, that's one thing we've hammered on. We, we know it's very important to people is, is it takes less water. But it, like you're saying, Adam, it's, it's kind of funny the takes we get because people will look at the, you know, the protein count. And like our, our chicken Alfredo now has 53 grams of protein in there. And people look at that and be like, what, 10 ounces of water? You know, like it, it's, all, it's always kind of <laughs> yeah. a, funny, a funny thing to see their face. Like
1: so. how does that work? <laughs> that's awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah, and this sounds weird, but I mean, I've I've told a ton of buddies about it, and I've I've sent them to buddies, um, especially locals where we're out in the bush, and so we're not able to just go to a store, and I'm like, hey, you got to try these. It's night and day, and I've told people, and um, told Tana, because we came back from the sheep hunt, she said, how good was it? I said, they were so good. I started, this sounds gross, but I started taking the little oxygen absorber thing out, and at the end of the day, you know, it's like midnight, you're starving, and you just want to pound something and go to bed. And I would lick the cheese off the oxygen absorber. I'm like, that's how good it was. And I've never done that with any backcountry meal ever. Um, but I wanted to ask, too, like about cooking times. There's a lot of other meals I've seen that I've I've went to try. And some I just haven't even bought because I can't do a 20 or 25-minute cooking time. Like my setup is get to the spot where you're going to camp start the water, start the food. By that time, your tent's set up, your bag and your pad set up, you slam the food, you go to sleep. And so I can't do the whole 25 minutes of wait. How do you guys get cooking times down to the eight to 10 minute range?
2: Again, it's, it's all about the, the clean ingredient deck.
0: Gotcha. You know, when you're
2: re, reconstituting real food, uh, that, that's the big thing, right? It, it's, it's, it takes a lot less time. And the other big thing is, you know, there's, there's two ways to make backpacking meals there's freeze drying mills and there's dehydrating mills. Mm-hmm. Now we freeze dry all of our mills, right? And now it's a more expensive process to freeze dry, but it takes the water content out of these mills. It takes about 98% of the water content out of these mills. And so when you are able to, you know, reconst- them, it's quicker, it's easier and it, and it reconstitutes more fully instead of being, you know, chewy or kind of hard, you know, like so. Sure, you ran into before.
1: Yeah, so when they got started with all of this, what was that process of growth? Did they just go big, or did they slowly build up with new and, well, and good equipment?
2: Yeah, kind of like I mentioned at the beginning, Seth and, and my brother had been in the, the free trade industry for a while, so they actually had a lot of the equipment already. Okay. Um, so it was more so just trying to find out, you know, how, how, to, how, to, how to get it all into a mill. Um, and so that, that was their big thing. And, and they did, they, you know, they said, Hey, we want this to be, we want peak to explode. We want peak refill to be everywhere. And so they did really go big. Um, and so, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple freeze dryers here at our facility that are, you know, you could pull a, a school bus into them. They're so big. Wow. Wow. Yeah. When we're, when we're cooking meals here, you know, we're cooking them in the, in the 5,000 range. We're getting about 5,000 at a time.
1: Wow. That's awesome. So did that explode pretty quickly? I know it's only been since two thousand eighteen. So did you experience that growth really quick as soon as you guys launched?
2: Um, you know, so like I said, I I wasn't necessarily around for the the launch of it itself, but I came in you know before it was even a year old, um, and yeah, it 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 exploded a little bit right as they launched. But again, they kind of had six meals, and so you know you can only eat the same six meals as as much as you can. Um, but in June of 2019, we came out with six more meals, right? So our, we went from six to 12 total meals. Um, and we actually released those at the, the outdoor retailer show in June of last year. Um, and ever since then, once we released those six additional meals, it's taken off from there. And, you know, with the help of, of people like you guys, with the help of, you know, people just spreading the word, um, and continuing to go to these shows, it's, Our biggest thing is we just need to get it into people's hands Mm -hmm. because for people like you who have eaten, you know, A, B, C, and D meals for their whole life, if we can get a sample of this into their hand and and let them try it, it, you know, I'm going to say 99% of the time they're going to understand and, and
1: realize.
0: It's game over at that point.
1: Yeah, I really think it's the best stuff out there. Um, just from trying it and personal experience and it really makes a hunt pretty enjoyable when you have a good solid meal to look forward to also.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's us as well. We're all big, we're all big food guys out here at peak. And so, you know, we, we talk about that a lot as is, is a meal, you know, especially when you go camping or hunting as a, a, you know, a friend group or, or like me and Travis did, you know, younger as a family, one of those things you look forward to is, is a meal, you know, you look forward to that breakfast skillet in the morning, or you look forward to that, you know, that, that hot meal at night when you get back Yeah. and instead of suffering through a meal, it's nice to actually enjoy a meal and it enhances that experience on the mountain. That's what it does. It, you know, it, 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 it enhances that experience and that's what, that's what peak refill is all about. We just want to take what you're doing and we just want to enhance it going to you know provide you with a better meal that's going to provide you more protein more calories using less sodium and using less water and and that's our that's our entire goal and the awesome thing about it is we we do everything here in-house you know so it's not like we're you know waiting you know months to get it from overseas no it's we do it all downstairs and so the the cool thing too is if, if we ever see anything in our meals that you know maybe isn't up to up to the, the quality that we want it to, we'll change it. You know, we're, we're not afraid to say, hey, we, we might have, you know, done this a little bit wrong, let's let's change it, and, and we will. And that's, that's who we are, and that's how we'll always be.
0: That's great. And I think, like you said, it you're enhancing the experience, but, I mean, there's guys, and we've all done it. You can just take a sandwich or a thing of summer sausage and cheese and go for a weekend, but I think when you have good food with good ingredients that you actually look forward to, like you said, that is going to play. It might only be a minor part, but that with good rain gear and a good sleeping bag, all that stuff ties into your mental fortitude and keeping you on the mountain. If you stay on the mountain longer, you're going to kill more stuff. And for us, it's just kind of one more tool in your bag of tricks.
2: No, for sure.
0: Do you guys got any new flavors coming out Um, that you can talk about? We've
2: got, (laughs) we've got some awesome stuff. So if, if you if you guys pay attention to our Instagram, or if you follow our Instagram at all, you'll notice a uh, a few posts about something coming something come big uh, around July first. So if you if you keep kind of paying attention to that, we're we're really excited to announce some things that are coming 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 to fruition. So I won't I won't spill the beans, but yeah, we've got some awesome stuff coming up here in the in the next few weeks. So if you if you hang around and, and pay attention to the Instagram page, there'll be. That'd be something really cool that, that that's ready to drop.
0: Great. Um, what's the, with the coronavirus and everything, and you guys are super busy like we talked about earlier, um, everyone wanting to kind of get some food storage and everything saved up. What's the lead time if those come out in July? Is it a month or a week? Or how long till we can expect a shipment for everyone listening?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So when, I think like I mentioned, when when the CDC came out with that, with that first document of like, Hey, you know, the coronavirus is going to hit the United States kind of be prepared. Um, we sold about four months worth of inventory in about four days. Whoa. Wow. So, so for us, it was like, Oh, you know, like uh, we got to get going. So now the nice thing is we do own, you know, like I was mentioning, we own our own free shares. We, you know, cook, cook it all ourselves. And so we, we just, you know, knew we had to, uh, boost our inventory. And so we we had to play catch up for a little bit, um, but now with with you know like if you order directly on the website, we're getting we're getting pretty close to back to that two to three day ship window, um, and so yeah, I mean it should be by the time those meals come out, by the time that you know we kind of release that, you'll you should be back on a two to three day ship window and have those you know at your door within a few
0: days. Awesome!
1: awesome. I'm super excited. Well, we've only tried. I want to say have we tried the first six meals, Adam?
0: Um, I think we've kind of tried all of them. I mean, everyone has their favorites and stuff. Um, and people vary, but uh I think we've tried just about all of them. Oh, yeah. Tanner really likes the Tanner really likes the ones for breakfast and that's a that's a huge deal. Um, that you don't have to heat anything up. And so if you wake up late or It's nasty, and you don't want to get out and boil water or anything. The strawberry granola one, I think, is the one you really like. Um, That's a game-changer, too.
1: Yeah, that one is really good. So, um, Cole, what would your favorite meal be if you could choose a favorite?
0: Man,
2: I'll tell you, the one I eat the most, because of just like what Adam was saying, is probably the strawberry granola. Um, being because you know I can, I can sit down. I can grab my spotting scope out. I can grab my binos out. Right. I can start glassing, and all I have to do is pour a little bit of water in that thing, shake it up, and I can eat it in 30 seconds. Yeah. And so for me, that one's probably the most eaten one by me, just because it's quick, it's easy. You know, if I'm you know in the middle of a hike or on just you know need a quick trail snack, it's it's super quick and easy, and it's so good. Like how many times on a mountain can you have cold milk with strawberries and granola, right? Like it's just, it's kind of <laughs> it a is sweet, really like it's almost like a dessert, right? Like you just don't have that, you know, normally when you're hunting in the back country. And so for me, it's, it's almost like a, like a dessert. So I eat that one the most, but man, if I to had to pick a favorite, it'd be the chicken Alfredo.
1: Good it's choice. Just... <laughs> that <one is> good.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so hard to beat. And it's funny I mean, yeah, it's like it's like a meal in general, like I crave some right when I'm hunting, like another big one of mine is I actually like taking tortilla shells with me and taking that sweet pork and rice and making two big sweet pork burritos on the mountain um, that that one's also really good, but that chicken alfredo, I just don't it, i don't yeah, I don't know how you go wrong with that, and it would be funny because last year um. We were out in the book cliffs here in Utah on, on Travis's, you know, archery mule deer hunt and you know, we'd you know, wake up super early and whatever and we'd start glassing, and you know, the other guys would turn around and I'd be eating a chicken Alfredo at ten in the morning and they'd be like, What are you doing? And I'm like, It's so good, I just can't I gotta you know, I gotta eat it. So guilty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can you finish by yourself? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty small dude, like six two, two fifty. And I struggle eating the breakfast skillet in the morning. And I'm looking at the stuff on the website right now. The whole thing's 640 calories. But that is a ton of food. Like that's a legit meal that's two servings that you could eat and share between two people. I've done it. That's massive.
2: Yeah, I can't. The breakfast skillet has a lot of food in it. But the nice thing is, like I mentioned with the sweet pork, is we take tortilla shells with us. And if you ever can still like some hot sauce packets, you know, from your fast food. Restaurant, you know, we, we use a lot of, like Taco Bell hot sauce that we yeah. nice. have. So we'll take that tortilla shell and that breakfast skillet and we'll lay it out and put a little hot sauce. You can make two really big burritos or three, you know, medium sized burritos with that. And so that's typically what we do. And we just kind of split it between two or three of us and,
0: and then go about our way. It's a great idea.
1: That's awesome. So do you ever just bust out the meals at home and just eat them at home? <laughs> uh,
2: so my wife will never listen to this, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, every, every <laughs> once in a while I'll come home and she'll just have two peak meals kind of on the counter and be like, so I was thinking, um, you know, we could just eat one of these tonight. And, <laughs> yeah, we we do. And it's, it's funny because it's a meal you can't eat at home because it's that good. But, yeah, we, yeah. So when people ask, like, oh, do you eat these? Yes, I eat a lot of them. Both, you know, in the backcountry, well, you know, just camping with the family, scouting early season, or literally in my kitchen. Yeah, we we a lot of them.
0: Yeah, they're good. I, I do that sometimes, too, and Tana gets, uh, I wouldn't say offended, but she's kind of perplexed. Like, why would you do that? I could just, like, cook you a steak. But a lot of it, for me, is, like, you remember how much a hunt sucked, and you remembered you're covered <laughs> in blood, it's raining, you're sitting outside, and you're eating this meal, and you're just like, I did it. I did it. And then you're like reliving and you're kind of reminiscing the hunt a little bit. I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. Um, yeah. But, but that's killer. And I like doing that. I don't have a friend personally, but I have a friend of a friend who told me he had a gal come over to his house for dinner, was a horrible cook. I think he did a chicken pesto pasta and maybe a second one. So it looked like he made a big meal, boiled water threw no. in the bag, waited 10 minutes, put it into a pot She came over, he put it on a plate, crushed it.
2: That's the best thing I've ever heard. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's restaurant quality. And what I tell my buddies, and it's just, it's truth. I said, when you open the bag, it looks like the picture on the front. It doesn't look like a bag of mush. You know, it looks like real food when you eat it. And that's appealing.
2: Yes, so for any guys listening, any single guys or any married <laughs> yeah. guys that are trying to impress their wife, just know if you cook a few of the alfredo or a few of the pesto or beef pasta marinara, just put it in a bowl and boom, she's going to think you're a champ. You just, you got to hide the bags. You got to yeah. hide them. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you, that, you can't give away your secret. So, but
1: that's so. Funny. no,
2: there it is. That is awesome.
1: Yep. Just good quality food. I love it. I wanted to ask because, you know, even though you came into the game a little bit later, you've probably known growing up hunting how the industry of backcountry foods has evolved. And you've probably Mm -hmm. tried a lot of them out there. So what's your opinion and just how it's evolved? I feel like it's really starting to explode with people wanting good quality foods in the backcountry instead of just like grabbing a sandwich and some jerky and calling it good. Um What kind of things have you seen over the years from growing up till now?
2: Well, and I don't even think this necessarily has to do with you know backpacking meals in general. I just think just like you today more than ever people care about what they're putting into their body, right like yep, you know ten years ago it was the nutrition game isn't even near what it is you know to today to today, and I think that's part of the biggest thing too is. You know, people today truly do care more about what they're putting into their body, which is often We should. Um, but that just follows along, you know, right right with who we are because we're not going to put any, you know, fake filler ingredients in our meals. We're not going to put any, you know, a, a thing commonly found in the meals is something called TVP, it's texturized vegetable protein. It's soy that takes on the form of meat. It's, it's not natural and it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, just like you're talking about, a lot of people are trying to find that that mill and those micros that they can actually take into that country and and have a good quality mill that's that's not you know fake. And and fortunately for us, that that falls you know along right with who we are, um, because like you said, I've I've grown up and I've eaten plenty of plenty of other backpacking mills out there, and and still to this day, you know, I I like to. You know, just see what else is out there. I'll still eat a, a, another meal just to kind of see what it's like. Um, and and obviously, I'm biased, but they're, our meals are are by far the best backpacking meal out there.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more. They're good.
2: They're good for you. They're they're not going to crush you. You know, a lot of guys will complain about getting mountain gut from eating a a few few meals back to back, and they they just can't can't seem to swallow one more. That doesn't happen with our meals because they're they're a meal you would eat at home. It's the same ingredients in that bag that you'd put into a meal at home.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to ask about that, Cole, not to get too graphic, but I mean, from a lot of, I mean, the general, I won't drop any names, but like the standard that we used to always eat growing up, like you said, they have a ton of sodium. And is that what gives you the runs? Because you go three days on three of those a day, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's most, a gut bomb, yeah. Most dudes get it, and, yeah, you're just an explosion waiting to happen. And I did seven days a peak on a sheep hunt straight, and I was I was great. Didn't have that.
2: Yeah, uh, the, the sodium has a, a little bit to do with it, but, but the biggest thing is the fake filler ingredients that are being put into those mills. Okay. Right? I mean, kind of like that, that, what I was just talking about, that TVP that texturized vegetable protein, that's something your body's just not used to processing. And so, you know, you eat normal food, you know, Monday through Thursday, and all of a sudden you go on your hunt Thursday through Wednesday that following week. And often you're putting, you're putting food and ingredients into your body that your body's not used to processing. Yeah. It's hard to die. And it's going to either, you know, it's going to mess you up. Right. And we hear about it Every show I go to, I hear the exact same thing, right? Like, oh, man, every time I eat, you know, XMX meal, it, it crushes me, and I can't even go to the bathroom, and I can't even swallow one bite of one more of the, those meals. And so, yeah, it's it, you want to talk about mentally and physically, our, our meals will help you mental, mentally and physically get there. It would be a meal you can actually look forward to eating at the end of the day, right? But, But one that you can, you know, it's just natural.
0: Yeah, you definitely solved a problem in the food industry, at least from what I've seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing that I tell my clients too when I'm you know, preparing them for the backcountry is your backcountry meals need to be close to or mimic what you're eating at home. Otherwise, your digestion's going to be destroyed. And so obviously with Peak, that's one of those things that really strike my interest is the quality ingredients, the good macros, the, you know – mimicking a home meal, looking like it, tasting like it, and being able to digest it like everything else that you would eat instead of just, like you said, eating all those filler ingredients that are going to destroy you on the mountain and <laughs> make it a very unpleasant experience. Um, one other question that I had is, you know, you've kind of talked about the values that you guys hold as a company but do you have anything to add with other things that you stand for or something that you will absolutely never do, um, with your company that you're always going to stand by?
2: Well, one thing we talk about, you know, is, uh, is being a premium brand and we like associating with other, other premium brands. Um, one thing we've, we've talked about that we won't do is we're we're never going to go into the likes of, of a Walmart. Right. Um, or, or, things like that, right? We wanna, we wanna maintain as that premium brand. You know, we're gonna stay in the the outdoor space, um, and that's, that's one thing we're we're always gonna be that way. Uh, you know, those are always going to be premium. You know, the the twelve that we have now, and the ones that we'll come out with in the future, um, we're gonna be that premium mill brand. We're not, we're not gonna take shortcuts. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna. <laughs> cheat and and you know try and make it as cheap as possible um you know we're, we're here for the long run and, and we want people to to stand by us um and just just like a good backcountry you know piece of gear that you use whether it's a, a bow or a rifle or a, or a hunting pack or a pair of boots these things that are essential to to kind of making it through a two three four day trip you know i we fully believe a mill is the exact same way whether you're just you know, going into the backcountry to hike, whether you're going to hunt, whether you're going to camp. Um, it, it's an essential piece of gear and it's one that keeps you going. And so we always want to be that premium essential piece of gear in the food the food industry. And so that's that's yeah. one thing we will never do. We won't cut corn. We're not gonna fill our mills with, with a bunch of fake stuff to just make it as cheap as possible.
1: Yeah. Um, that's one thing that actually drives me pretty nuts in the in the outdoor industry in general as if companies like don't stand true to those kind of values and they're just kind of in it to make an extra buck. You guys are there for the quality, to help people, to put the in the quality stuff and like you said, not just make it cheaper, not just expand it, blow it up, put it in every store, go overseas for processing. Like you guys are the real deal making the pure stuff in your basement, you know, with in your facility. Yeah. Um and you're going to stand by those qualities. Would you agree with that that you're in it just to make that experience better for
2: people? 100%. Yeah. And it's all about the experience. And we're, you know, like you said, everything we do is made here in the USA. Yep. Um, so we're made in America. It's, you know, we, p- we cook, we freeze dry, we package our stuff all right here in Utah. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's a really cool experience that we, we actually get to see it, you know, from from A to Z, from the beginning of the process to the end. And we're, we're checking all along the way to make sure that meal is premium. Um, But yeah, we, we want to be that. We want to be that person. And we want to be the, that group that continues to, to enhance people's hunting and camping and fishing and hiking experience. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it's all about is, you know, nothing better than getting in in the great outdoors and, and just having a good experience while you're there.
1: Yep. For sure. As, you know, you mentioned that you run the Guide and Outfitter program. Do you get a lot of suggestions from people about new meals that they want or suggestions on how to make things better?
2: Um, you know, we do. We get we get a few. Um we're still we're still in the early stages of the company, right? So it's yep. It's one of those things where we're we're still we're still learning how to walk, right? Um but yeah, we get we get lots of lots of good feedback and And, you know, and that's something we've, you know, we, we've actually taken some of the feedback, you know, and and made changes before. And so, yeah, it's, it's something we're always willing to, to listen. And, and that's one thing that's awesome about the guide, you know, right now for our program is I put it in the the guys who can use it most and and their clients who are going to use it a lot as well Yep. and get, get great, great, great feedback from those guys. Absolutely. For any guys and i jump on that. You know, you can email me at at peakrefuel.com and and let's get you taken care of. Let's get you let's get you set up.
1: Yeah, and I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well with your contact info. Um do you get any pushback from people with the price? To me, I don't I don't care because I'm always gonna pay for high quality stuff. I always do no matter what, like price doesn't matter to me when it comes to what I'm putting in my body. But do you get a lot of people that kind of push back on the price of it?
2: You know, we, we get it a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't happen as often as you you think. But yeah, we do, especially because the other meals out there are a few bucks cheaper yep. than ours, right? Some of them, some of them are a little bit more. Um, but the, the, just the one thing we hound on is, is, you know, the, the ingredient difference yep. is, you know, you, we, you know, we have a example there's a our home style chicken and rice compared to another chicken and rice dish that's out there ours has you know in, in both the two serving sizes ours has about 18 more grams of protein and it's like 300 more calories you know without looking at it side by side um and it's it's the difference between putting 100 percent usda certified meat inside our meals compared to using a fake meat filler with fake gmo ingredients and, and different fillers and that's the biggest difference is the most expensive ingredient to put into these mills is protein yep and where we aren't cutting any corners when it comes to that we're all using 100 percent real ingredients uh, yeah ours is ours is always going to be a few bucks more um but just like uh you know just like we mentioned before it's that that gear that gets you through mentally and physically it it's going to be the one you want want with you And whether that's a good pair of hiking boots, it's not gonna, you know, blister your feet. It's the same thing with a meal. You know, if you go if you go on a five day backpacking trip or or hunting trip, right? You're gonna put a a pair of boots on that's uncomfortable and cheap, and they're gonna tear up your feet. And by the end of day one, you're gonna be wishing you're at the bottom of the bottom of the mountain. It's the same thing with a meal. If you go on this five day, you know, hunt and day one, you're you're eating a, a freeze dried or dehydrated meal that makes you sick and tastes terrible and takes up half your water, yeah, by the end of day one, you're going to be wishing you're at the bottom of the mountain as well instead of focusing on your main goal of harvesting that animal yep. or helping, you know, whoever you're with to harvest that animal. And, and so, yeah, it, we are going to be a little bit more, more when it comes to that. But at the, at the end of the day, we, we want to enhance your experience and make sure you, you enjoy your hunt and enjoy your trip and, and are able to make it through.
0: Yeah, I I just tell people you got to invest, you know, whether you're buying top-end glass, if you're buying a top-end rifle. I mean, all we do is hunt and fly airplanes, and flying airplanes is just kind of to get to where we need to go to hunt. And so it's definitely an investment, but just like a good tent, a good set of boots, a good pack, a good weapon, I mean, that's one of those things that's going to make or break you. And anyone who's tried other... Stuff who's gotten the whole gut bomb experience, you're really wishing you were just sitting at your house, not on the side of the mountain, um, running out of toilet paper. But, uh, I had a question on the you talk about the protein to get a little more specific about that. Say we got a meal that's not peak and it's a chicken and rice, there's actually chunks of chicken in there, but say are they claiming their protein, say it's 20 grams for the whole package or whatever, which is like half of what you guys have and yours. Are they throwing in only ten grams of actual chicken that protein, and then that TVP is another ten?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I couldn't break down their exact meal for you. I haven't dissected it scientifically. But yeah, like a lot of them too will use like a like a whey protein, or yep. you know, they just kind of. And you can see that if you look on the back of any ingredient deck, most of their ingredients, you know, are are going to be right there, right? And you'll be able to see kind of how, how it is getting there. And so, yeah, a lot of them will use just like, you know, just different little filler things that, that aren't normal, right? Mm-hmm. Just to try and get that protein count up. Or if they don't, that that's why the protein counts so low, you know, at the same time. So, you know, you look at you look at one and, yeah, you, you look at a meal that's got, you know, even like I, I know there's a meal out there that's a chicken and rice dish that actually has, I think it's three servings is, is in the chicken and rice dish I'm thinking of. And in all three servings it only has eighteen grams of protein. Wow. And so we've got we've got more we've got more protein in one of our servings than all three of theirs. And so yeah, that one might be like one of their more cleaner options, but at the same time, you're you're not getting that, you know, you're not getting that protein that you need.
1: Yep protein is essential too and it helps with hunger also it'll hold you over for longer than just eating a bunch of carbs you know
2: yeah and I remember and you guys might be the same I remember growing up I mean the Wasatch Front here in Utah with my buddies you know we'd go and we'd we'd eat one of you know these meals and I remember at the end of the meal we'd kind of like be like all right so what else do we have in the pack you know it's like all right well now I've got a granola bar that's gonna you know give me some more protein and oh, I'm going to have to eat this as well. And by the end of it, you ate, you know, your backpacking meal, but then you ought to, you know, you ought to, to substitute in like three or four different things just to make you you feel like you're full. Where now, if, if I go up on the mountain, right, I uh, I, I eat a peak refuel meal and, and I, I feel full. I feel like I actually ate a meal and I don't have to, you know, add a PB&J sandwich on top of it.
1: Yep, and that's one thing. I mean, Adam eats a lot of food. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> I mean, you're a big man, okay? <laughs> but we're looking at Peak, and he he's trying out the Peak, and he's ju- he just can't seem to look at it. Like, you've heard guys come, how, how does it only take this much water? And he's just like, this food is so much. Like, I'm only using this much water, but I have so much food. How does this make any sense? So I really like that you broke that down for us with the good quality ingredients, not needing as much water, but it's still all that volume is there.
0: Yeah, like I'm looking at one right now, the pesto, 5.3 ounces of water. I'm like, that's a typo. First time I was looking (laughs) at this, I'm like, that's wrong. (laughs) And we're like, dude, just trust the package. And we did it. And um, pesto has a lot of fats. And I'm not a genius or anything on macros, but each fat gram has nine calories. And so it has a ton of fats. It's not like a super big package. So you open it. I'm like, that's not a lot of food. There's no way it can be 920 calories, but that one fills you up. You might have to wait 15 or 20 minutes before you're making another peak when you're super hungry, but that one will fill you up, the chicken pesto, man. that's That one is super good.
1: So one thing I haven't tried is the mountain berry granola. Is that one vegan? Because I didn't recognize that until today when I went on the website. Yeah,
2: so if you look at that one in the description, it's, it's a mountain berry granola, um, and it's very similar to our strawberry granola, except we actually do that one with rice milk.
1: Ooh, um, yes. there's a lot of people
2: who are lactose intolerant, um, and, you know, kind of one of the meanings behind it was, so Travis, my brother who works, you know, for peak as well, his wife, uh, Alicia's and one of Travis's favorite things to eat, just like mine is a strawberry granola. But every time we'd go out, you know, she wouldn't be able to eat that or if she did, you know, it, it you know, kind of messed her up a little bit cause she's not allowed to have milk. And so that's, what's really cool about that mountain berry granola is not only does it have strawberries, but it's also it's got blueberries, it's got raspberries. Um, it's got the same granola, but it, yeah, it's made with rice milk.
1: That makes me really and excited. And it's kind
2: of funny because yeah, you know, you, you know, you think of rice milk, you're like, Oh, what's, what's going to be like, but with all of those berries and that mountain berry granola, it is so sweet. You won't even be able to tell the difference.
1: Oh yeah. I drink rice milk. I'm <laughs> so I was going to ask you about that because, you know, I love all the meals and I ate them last year, but I've got a lot of gut issues going on that I'm trying to solve right now. And so I have to be off gluten and dairy. And so this year, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing a sheep hunt. I'm doing a 10 day moose hunt and I've got all these hunts coming up. I'm like, shoot, what am I going to eat? Like I love peak, but I can't eat the dairy. So I'm really excited about that one that I can eat that.
2: Yeah. And we don't have any that are like officially gluten free. Um, but like, if you look at out mountain berry granola, right. We don't have it like labeled on the outside, but you can right. eat that one. You could still eat yeah, breakfast skillet. Um, there's, a, there's a few meals there's four of our meals that, that don't actually contain any gluten in them
1: cool that's awesome um, do you think you guys will continue to create more meals and stuff that are gluten free or vegan and kind of go to the food sensitivity side of things or do you think that market is not big enough?
2: No for sure I mean we're always landing and expanding um, I mean that's, that's our thing as well The one of the, the other meals that we, we have that kind of works in twofold is we have that three bean chili mac which you know can be eaten as a vegan meal um but the other cool thing about it too that we've had a lot of guides and outfitters actually request is a meal without any meat because they actually like using some of their own meat from their from their hunt to put into that meal and so what's cool is like right they'll take that three bean chili mac and you know they'll take whether they they harvest an elk or deer and they'll cook a little bit of that up and they'll actually mix it in that three bean chili mac
1: so that's one tip, adding some meat to that one on your hunt or taking tortillas to make a burrito or breakfast burrito. Do you have any other tips of extra little food items that you bring with the meals?
2: I, you know, outside of the, the tortillas for the breakfast skillet and the sweet pork are big. If you have any little hot sauce packets, that's also cool to have on the mountain. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing I tried last year. Now, we had a base camp, you know, where we had a trailer at the bottom, and then we'd kind of go out go out and about. And I had a strawberry granola, and someone had brought cream. Um, and I had actually put two-thirds cup of cream in that strawberry granola and mixed mm. it up.
1: <laughs> that would be good. Was,
2: that is good. It was literally a dessert. So, again, that, that one's a little different because that's a – situational one but yeah that's that's kind of that's, a, that's a good
0: go-to of mine yeah that's a lot of extra calories too i mean cream's all fats and everything if you're one of those yeah iconic sheep hunters it's 160 pounds you know and just needs 5,000 calories a day that's a good way to kind of pack it in there um yeah one thing i like is just i mean we'll go on a lot of Places where we, we have like a soft-sided Yeti, we can bring real food and we might bring some Smokies and stuff like that. I might try and put some uh-huh. of those um, in one of these. That's a great tip. But for an airplane in Alaska, is so unpredictable. I'll usually bring at least – I keep about three days in the airplane in like a survival bag that always is in there. And then at least like four to five days of extra. And so that's 15 extra meals, but that doesn't hardly weigh anything. And I just put them in a Kuyu zip dry bag, you know, and that's a nice thing for us too. You don't have to bring another cooler of extra food. And if we get weathered in, we can, we can just hunker down and still eat, you know, and um, have a safety margin, which is really cool how light these are. And there's not a ton of air in it either. So when you're packing for, that's the biggest thing. When you're packing for a sheep hunt, you know, and you're literally packing for 10 days, well, there's 30 meals right there. That's your biggest Weight factor right now, but you're five six ounces per meal. Not a ton of air in them. They're pretty much almost like vacuum sealed, pretty tight. That you can you can make a pretty small, compact dry bag full of those.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the heaviest one you're going to be right at six ounces. So pretty light. When I pack them, I'll pack them in one of two ways to kind of compact them and make them as, as possible. So I'll either flip the you know, the the top of the pouch backwards, right? And kind of pack it in that way down. Or if you actually lay them on top of each other, but like every other way,
1: they stack
0: really well that way. Yep. That's what we do. Almost like a shoebox, you know, alternate them that way. It's great. Exactly.
1: That's awesome. Well, I'm super excited to hear whatever is coming out July 1st. I'm definitely going to... (laughs) Look look at Peak and look at that closely and I'm sure everybody else is excited as well. Are Seth and Travis the ones that are behind the recipes for all of these different meals or do they also have other chefs and food professionals with them that help with the recipes?
2: Yeah, so we actually we have a we have a food science team downstairs. Um but yeah, like we'll we'll take a we'll take a you know, a meal like for example, um there was a lot of requests for a, a beef chili Mac uh, when we released that one, you know, last June. And so we basically just took them down a, a, an ingredient, a, a recipe of a beef chili Mac. And we said, Hey, we, we want this, but you know, we, we want it in a cleaner version and we want to have, you know, a good amount of protein and, and it taste really good. And so, yeah, our food science team, you know, they, they made us up about four or five dishes. And so it's really cool the the peak team will go downstairs and, and we'll taste these, you know, and they'll have four or five kind of renditions of the meal for us. And we, we kind of go on as a team of, of which one we like the best. And sometimes we'll combine, you know, A with C and and until we get it to where we think it's perfect, you That's know, awesome. and per- perfect for us is not only the taste that we want it to taste really good, but we also want to make sure that protein, you know, count is up, the calorie count is there and that it doesn't take, a, you know, a ton of water to reconstitute.
0: Yeah, I had a question kind of off topic of peak. Um, you probably get a lot of your buddies and stuff, and I think it's pretty cool. You're in the industry, but you probably get a pretty good chunk of time off to go field test product, right?
2: Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I <laughs> – um, yeah, I get – I mean, we, I wouldn't say get a big chunk of time off drink I mean the hard thing is our busiest season like most is right during during the hunts, um during the summer, right, during scouting and things like that. So we're in the office a lot. And for example, like last year, you know, I, I we gotta get out of the office for a few days and go on Travis's book hunt and he was able to harvest a buck. Um I had a just a general season deer tag here in Utah, but um I also had a show uh uh, retail buyer show down in, down in, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And so I had about two days to go, you know, do my hunt before I had to be back to work. Wow. And so luckily I was, uh, so I got home from Travis's hunt. I was doing laundry. I woke up the next morning and I started to do some laundry and I was like, you know what, what the heck I'm going to run out there and, and see if I can go. So I drove down to my area, which is about hour and a half, two hours from, from where I live. And, and, uh, it's it's kind of one of those things where the most unprepared you are, you know, you get a good situation. And so I was able to harvest a buck and, and actually called Travis and my brother-in-law and I was like, Hey, uh, you guys, I kind of need some help. <laughs> and so they, they drove down and, and they met me there. And, and it was kind of funny while, while they were there, I you know, decided to crack open a chicken pesto and, and ate that while I waited for him. And then they met me at the truck and we, we hiked down and, and we quartered, quartered the deer out and made it back to the truck. So, Right. So, so for some of us, we're really busy during that time of the year, um, which is great. I love that You know, the busier I am, the, the more excited I am that peaks continue to go the direction we want it to go. And so, but yeah, we, we still we still find time to get out there to to go hunting and fishing and, and and make sure we've got time to you know spend spend it in the outdoors with our family. So,
0: yeah, you're definitely a blessed guy to you know do what you like to do and be in the industry, but still get some time to go out and hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about.
1: For sure. Do you have any big hunts planned this year, just kind of flying by the seat of your pants?
2: So uh, I'm a very unlucky guy, so I didn't draw anything <laughs> here in Utah. Same. Um, and that's how, that's how it seems to usually go for me, you know. Um, I've got a brother-in-law who drew a, a premium tag down in the Pavant, so I'll be down there with them. Probably you know on the opener of the archery season as he does that, and then I've I've got an Idaho deer tag, so cool. that's kind of what I'll be doing later in the year. But outside of that, it'll probably be mostly just you know swinging peak and and helping people along the way, and and mostly getting those late night phone calls to go help someone pack something out.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, can't complain about that. Well, awesome. I'm kind of a food geek. I mean, I'm really a food geek. So if I ever find myself in Utah, I'm probably going to hit you up and ask to. Tour your facility because I would just love that. Um, but thanks for coming on with us today. We really appreciate it, and we're looking forward to that July launch to see what's new.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you want to, uh, for anyone listening, and you guys, go ahead and follow P Three Fuel. So you can take a look at that on Instagram. If you also head over to Chad Mendez's page, you'll you'll see some some cool stuff coming from here, him here soon as well. So we're really excited about it. It's. Yeah, it, it is, uh, let's just say it's the thing I've been most excited about since I've worked here at
0: Peak, so. Ooh. Great. It's pretty big. <laughs> Drum roll. Excited, awesome. so. Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming but, on, man. We, uh, we appreciate it and all the hard work and yeah, you guys have, uh, definitely kind of changed, changed the food industry. That's for sure. Revolutionize
1: uh, the backcountry foods, I would say. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome. We love it. We look forward to it. it makes our hunts enjoyable. It's something we can always count on, which is pretty awesome when it comes to Alaska. You can't count on a lot of things, but you can always count on peak to be there, you know?
0: Yeah, and if you can just take out the variables, that's one thing you you can control. You know, you can't control the weather. You can't control the behavior of the animals and stuff like that. But if you take all the variables that you can control and help make those and plan for those, man, it can make a lot of other things go smoothly. And that's just one less thing you don't have to worry about
2: yeah so really appreciate
0: that guys.
1: yeah, no problem. Um, are there any specific deals going on right now on your website if people go there and check it out or do you have like sample packs or get a pack of this and save some money by buying all of them? Do you have anything like that going on?
2: yeah, so right now on the website, we've got free shipping on orders over forty nine dollars so if you want to try it out if you're you know you're you want to try a few meals, hop on the website, grab a few meals. Uh, you know, if, if it were me and you wanted to grab four or five meals of trout for the first time, grab that chicken pesto, grab that sweet pork, grab an Alfredo, grab a strawberry granola, and probably grab a beef stroganoff. Yep. You, just trust me on that. Grab those five meals, check out. You'll get free shipping. We'll ship it to you, and uh, and it'll be a game changer for those of us who for those of you guys who are like me and aren't patient with the website. You can head to our website as well and click on our locations. Um, we are in hundreds and hundreds of, of, of dealers um, all across the United States um, and even up in Canada as well. So if you want to go to our locations, punch in your zip code. It will show you, the, you know, the nearest location to you. Uh, head to your local dealer, support those guys as well, uh, make sure they're taken care of, and, and yeah, you can buy Peak there as well. So
1: Awesome. Cool, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you keep it up
2: yeah thanks guys
1: thanks for listening guys make sure to follow peak refuel and watch for their big launch that's coming on july 1st we are very excited about that this is also a reminder that june 10th is the last day to get free shipping on stuck in the rut apparel if you use code june free ship we also have some new apparel that just launched this week so make sure to go to stuck in the rut.com and check it out thanks for listening
0: that's it for today everyone thanks for joining us If you like the podcast, please leave us a review and also reach out to us with any questions. Until next time.